Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Wonderfully Feminine with Bella. If this is your first time tuning in and listening to my podcast, I just want to say welcome, welcome to the Feminine Family. And for those of you who haven't followed me yet on Twitter, at Bellatrix RSA, B-E-L-L-A-T-R-I-X-R-S-A. Those of you who are interested in mentoring, um, please reach out to me on my email, pn.nashwa at gmail.com. And please pass on this podcast, share the links. It's available on SoundCloud. It's available on um, on on Anchor FM, on Google Podcasts. And yeah, so let's get into today's topic. Okay, so today's topic is about cultivating character in order to grow your femininity. Now, this is actually, um, okay, you ladies who are listening to this, you're lucky. This is actually one of the things from my mentoring program. So if you actually like this podcast, you might want to join my mentoring program. It's free. You know, you don't have to pay anything for it. So anyway, in my last episode, I spoke about how feminism has a negative effect on femininity. And I mentioned a lot of things about feminine character, characteristics, and all those things. So I said, why not um, have an episode where I talk about cultivating those characteristics, what those characteristics are, and how you as a woman can just, you know cultivate it, grow it, embrace it, and use it to strengthen your femininity. So I'm going to be covering six things today. Gentleness, character, outer beauty, nesting, um, relationships, and then lastly, minds, your mind, your talents, your hobbies, your passions, you know, basically things you do in your free time. So first of all, let's get to gentleness. So gentleness is basically the quality of being kind, tender, or mild-mannered, okay? So as women, feminine women, we need to be gentle and to remain balanced in how we communicate with others, okay? Now, before I carry on with this, just so that, ladies, you know, we are all feminine. We all have it in us. We just need to cultivate it and bring it out. Um, just had to throw that out there because as much as I say as feminine women, I just say that for the purpose of the podcast, but I believe all women are feminine, um, contrary to popular belief. But anyway, carrying on with gentleness, okay? People are more open to those who are gentle in spirit. Now, someone is very combative, very aggressive. No one really wants to interact with such a person, you know? I mean, it's just, it's how we are as human beings. When you encounter someone who's aggressive and just, you know, someone who's not able to accommodate other people, you have no interest in talking to them. Okay. Also, gentleness allows us to present our feelings and thoughts in a way that is not offensive to others, even when we disagree with them. So I can disagree with you, but I don't have to fight with you. I don't have to insult you. I don't have to argue with you. That is where gentleness comes in, okay? And we speak the, the truth through gentleness. 
I don't know if anyone has noticed, but people who are in a debate or in an argument or in some sort of exchange, when they backed into a corner or if they're lying or whatever the case may be, they start to tend to be very aggressive. They can't back up their statements with facts because they're so hot-headed and they're so angry and, you know, it's more about controlling the argument through emotions rather than controlling the argument or engaging in the argument through facts and with an open mind. So you need to be gentle in how you engage with others, okay? Now, for those of my Christian ladies out there, you're probably familiar with this Bible verse, okay? From Proverbs 15 verse 1, it says, A harsh word stirs up anger, but a gentle word turns away wrath. I can't emphasize this enough. When you're engaging with someone, there's no need to get angry. There's no need to get emotional. And no one's perfect. I myself am still working on that. And it's just, it's a journey. And as women, we are emotional beings. But that shouldn't take away from our gentleness, okay? Second one, character. I love this one. Why? Because it is through our character that our femininity flows, okay? So, when we nurture our character, we lean more towards our femininity naturally. Meaning that you don't have to wake up in the morning and force yourself to be feminine. Oh my gosh, they have to be feminine. No. Immediately when you start nurturing and working on your character, your femininity flows out naturally. There's nothing forced, okay? A well-developed character is the backbone of a feminine woman's life. Honestly, I've never come across a feminine woman who has a rotten, underdeveloped character, personally for me. Okay, a woman's character nurtures those around her, as well as herself, which I always keep emphasizing in my podcast. Women are nurturing, not just to themselves, but to those around them as well. Okay. Now, a woman who has cultivated worked on and nurtured a culture she's disciplined she's faithful she's loyal she's kind she's effective in her community um and her femininity just shines brightly okay now i just want to say something here heart versus character people always say listen to your heart oh wherever your heart leads you go No, no, no. That's horrible advice. The heart is so deceiving because it's filled with emotions. So if you're going to go with your emotions, that's like you going with the wind. Follow your character. If your character has a moral compass to it, follow it. Don't follow your heart. Okay. So what's the point? Why cultivate your character as a woman? Like, What's the end game? Number one, that's where life comes from. We, we, our life springs from our character. Everything we do is based on our character. If we have a bad character, we are going to live bad lives. That's just how it is. Secondly, our character affects those around us. No one wants to be around someone who has a bad character. 
a person number three a person of good character attracts the right people remember birds of the same feather flock together okay lastly our character draws us to our dreams so if you don't have a good character what are the chances of achieving your dreams if you haven't developed your character you don't know who you are so you don't know what you want to achieve in life okay and then number three outer beauty in society people are either focused too much on beauty or they ignore it altogether femininity is about finding that balance cultivating our outer beauty and this is important because your exterior is the initial communication you have with those around you i know they say don't judge a book by its cover but i don't know for some reason our first line of communication with the outside world is our exterior okay so you want to look after your outer beauty okay and when you look after your outer beauty making sure your hair is neat making sure you've bathed making sure your clothes are looking proper this brings out two qualities in femininity discipline and creativity it takes discipline to make sure that every morning you're looking crisp proper you know modest and all those things and it brings out your creativity you get to play with different hairstyles different types of makeup and all those things it helps boost our confidence as well but don't rely on your outer beauty why because the bible says that charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting but a woman who fears the lord is to be praised meaning your beauty isn't the beginning and the end of you you need to have more substance to yourself okay now beauty tips i'm just gonna share one or two maybe three if you want more like i said join my mentorship program <laughs> anyway so the first beauty tip i have is start on the inside you want to eat healthy and you want to make sure that you are taking in the right vitamins secondly work on your skin identify what, what type of skin you are you have because there's different products for different types of skins um thirdly i just say upgrade your wardrobe have more dresses i know it sounds cliche like oh girly girl dresses but have more dresses ladies like a lot of feminine women that i know have more dresses than they have pants trousers jeans whatever the case may be okay now i just want us to take a little short break before i carry on with this hey ladies are you interested in being part of the wonderfully feminine community well i offer free mentorship all you need to do is get in touch with me you can do so via email pn.nashwa at gmail.com or simply drop me a dm on twitter i also offer paid for services such as relationship coaching etiquette courses finance courses so just reach out to me okay welcome back so i'm just gonna carry on 
with the characteristics that a woman needs to cultivate in order to grow her femininity. Now, number four, mind, talents, hobbies, and passions. Both our mind and our talents require an active participation to develop. These things don't simply grow on their own. You need to actively develop them. And you need to always strive to do better in them and to develop these areas. Another thing is knowledge never stops. I am an advocate for lifelong learning. When I say lifelong learning, I don't mean you need to be in school your whole life and have like three PhDs. No, but you need to be well informed about various topics. Okay. And no one wants a friend who doesn't, who's ignorant. No man wants to be with a woman who's ignorant. So you need to be well informed and well aware. And femininity demands a nurturing attitude towards all things in life. And that includes our mind and our talents. We need to nurture those things. So here's three steps I keep by. Number one, replace passive entertainment with life enrichment. What I mean by this is we all love Netflix. We all love TV and movies and series and that's okay. But it shouldn't be too much. You should have more enriching activities in your life. So you want to engage with others more. Um, Expose yourself to different types of opinions. Expose yourself to different minds that are out there. Limit social media and TV. And focus more on fulfilling activities such as reading, baking, cooking. Those things develop you. Netflix, on the other hand, you're just sitting there and watching and you're not an active participant unless you're one of the actresses and you're watching yourself and <laughs> you know, but you're not an active participant, okay? Never stop growing your gifts. This is number two now. Never stop growing your gifts and use them to bless others. So if you're a singer and you sing well, give, pass it on. Use it to give back to the community. Sing at a non-profit organization or church or Charity events, you know, things like that. Number three, never stop learning about the world around you. I just mentioned this. So you need to, in order to cultivate your femininity through your mind, you need to be aware of the world around you. It's impossible to nurture those around you if you don't know anything about anyone or the world. Okay, now I move on to... Number five, I think this is number five, nesting. So what is nesting? Nesting is basically cleaning, decorating, organizing your space. Okay, so you basically make it warm and welcoming. Whether you're a student in university and you're doing this with your room or you're a wife and you have a house, this is basically what nesting is. Okay, so this does not mean you have to spend a leg and an arm to decorate your nest or your home or your room. You can be quite frugal about it. And what I love about nesting is that it's a combination of creativity and discipline. In order to beautify your space, you need to be disciplined. In order to clean, make sure it's clean, you need to be disciplined. You need to be creative as well when um, going about things like interior decorating. Okay, um, 
lastly, relationships. So femininity demands that we must be honest with those around us. So we need to avoid friendships and relationships with people who refuse to listen to the truth or what you put down in the, in the relationship or in the friendship. And another thing is that when you are in a relationship or friendship, it's also about nurturing people, not just yourself. Because as, as women we embrace our, who embrace our femininity, we're not self-seeking. So this means that you have to make sure that your actions, your words, and your advice is used in a way that you can encourage others to build themselves. What's the point of being in a friendship or relationship with someone if you're not building? After all, iron sharpens iron. Okay, And you need to be more of a listener. This goes back to what I said about gentle communication. If you're always just loud and you're talking, you cannot talk and listen at the same time. So be more of a listener. Now, I'm not saying that women are doormats and they shouldn't have an opinion. No. But I'm saying you need to listen to whoever you are engaging with. Okay. Being feminine doesn't mean being passive. So it does not mean that you stand for relationships where someone is willingly hurting you or abusing you. And it does not mean that you need to be an abuser as well. It also means you need to avoid narcissists. Because as feminine women, when we embrace our nurturing side, we're caring, we're empathetic, we're compassionate. And this draws narcissists. So you need to avoid that at all costs and be aware. Do not be a victim of abuse, like I just said, and don't be an abuser. As women, it's easy to fall into the cycle of being an emotional abuser because society doesn't hold us accountable for our emotional abuse as women. It just gets written off as, oh, she's just a crazy girlfriend, or oh, she's just emotional. But sometimes there's a thin line between being an emotional crazy girlfriend and just being an outright abusive girlfriend or friend or wife or fiance. And I feel like society doesn't hold women accountable enough for that. Um, yeah, so another thing I just need to mention is when it comes to romantic relationships, it's all about complementarianism. Am I pronouncing that right? Whatever, but it's about being complementary, not about competing with your partner or being above your partner or being equal to your partner. Women, men and women are not equal. Yes, on a humanitarian level, we are equal rights for all. I agree with that. But we complement each other. There are things women can do that men can't do, and there's things men can do that women can't do. So I believe in being complementary to your to your spouse, to your fiancé, to your boyfriend. Alright. Another thing is, feminine women attract masculine men. If you're not attracting a masculine man in your life, sorry sis, maybe you're not feminine enough. Okay? So you need to do the inner work as well. Allow your man to lead. Allow him to protect and allow him to provide. And you don't need to force this on a man. If a man is masculine, he is capable of doing that. You just need to bring your femininity. Okay. So that is the end of this podcast. I hope you enjoy it. 
enjoyed it. I know it's a bit longer than my usual podcast, but I really had to go into depth with this one. And in my next episode, I am going to be uncovering the lies of feminism, where feminism comes from, and just how damaging it is. If I was an investigative journalist, I think I'd make a good one. But you'll see more in my next episode of my podcast. So for everyone that's listening, don't forget to share the link to this podcast, pass it on, and don't forget to follow me on Twitter. Thank you.